The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Angels, we all have them. They're our unseen guides, our companions, our teachers, and they're all around us. Sometimes, they make themselves known in the most miraculous ways. Join Angel Communicator, Reiki Master, and QHHT Hypnotherapist, Christy Clemens Hoffman, for stories from real people who have experienced real-life angel encounters. Hello and welcome back to Real Life Angel Encounters, the podcast. This week I am coming to you from the master bathroom in my folks' house. It's the only place I can find some quiet this week. So my daughter and I are on vacation up in northern Idaho where my folks live. And it's constant comings and goings around here. And, you know, uh, older people are practically deaf, so they shout everything everywhere and don't really respect boundaries and, and things like that. So I'm taking a few minutes just to record this in the sanctity of the bathroom. So if I sound a little echoey, that's probably why. It's a really nice bathroom, I might add. Jacuzzi tub... Uh, walk-in shower, double closets, double sinks. I mean, it's really nice, but it's probably going to sound a little echoey. Anyway, we've been having a fabulous time here visiting with family. You know, my sister and her kids and grandkids are all up here, and it's kind of a family compound next to the lake, right on the lake, actually. We went on a float trip yesterday. It kind of got banged up a little bit, but it was so much fun. Um, just having a grand old time. So I've got some news for you, though. This is episode, what is it, episode 38, I think. Um, and I wanted to let you know that this podcast is going to be actually going away. I decided that having two podcasts was a little too much and going to scale back a little bit. This podcast, The Real Life Angel Encounters, has been a true labor of love. But um, I really thought it would be much easier to get angel stories from people and just don't have that as many stories as I would like. So it seems like each week I'm having to 
come up with something. Uh, I thought it would be just super easy record all of these stories and call it good, but no, not at all. And that's fine. I just don't have the bandwidth to keep going. So I have, I hate to say that number 40, so we've got this one, this is episode 38, and two more, and that's going to be it. So let's get to it, shall we? I do have a story from Casey. And you know what? I just realized that I don't know where Casey is from. Interesting. I'm going to assume the United States somewhere, and I did not ask Casey where she's from. So Casey, you might uh, weigh in on the Facebook group, Real Life Angel Encounters on Facebook, on Facebook group, and weigh in where you're from. But Casey wrote in. She wrote to me at angelencounterspodcast at gmail.com. Casey says, Hello, my name is Casey, and I just wanted to share my orb story with you. Oh, if you hear that, it's a train. Yeah, so trains go by here every once in a while. Like I said, it's kind of a lively place, really hard to get any quiet around here. So Casey says, my name is Casey, and I just wanted to share my orb story with you. It's very short, but I'm curious on who or what it could have been. The first encounter was between the hours of 2 and 3 a.m., and I woke up feeling like there was a presence in the room with me, and when I opened my eyes, there were six bright green orbs floating near the ceiling, and after a minute, they started disappearing one by one. I didn't feel scared, but intrigued. The second time it happened, <laughs> yeah, because there were, <laughs> this happened multiple times. Oh my gosh, Casey, this is crazy. Okay, she says, the second time it happened was a few months later, and it was one bright green orb, and it disappeared shortly after I saw it. Do you have any idea who or what this might be? Thank you so much for your help, Casey. So, Casey, I did reply to her. And I was pretty sure they were ETs. Now, the reason I say this is because ETs will often show up while we're asleep. Um, They will show up many times as green orbs. Of course, you know, if you look at photos of haunted locations, there will often be orbs. But they're not usually bright green. And that was my other clue. Um, Another clue for me was that there was a clump of them, a cluster of six the first time. The second time, only one, but the first time she saw six bright green orbs floating near the ceiling. So to me, it sounded like classic ETs. Maybe you've had experiences like that as well. Now, I did have a question for Casey, and that was, had she ever seen one in the sky? The reason I would ask something like that is because... Often, people will be visited more than once by extraterrestrials. And I know how wacky that sounds. But these visitations will often come in clusters to people. They will come throughout someone's lifetime. They will cluster in families. So multiple family members will have these experiences throughout their lives as well. So interesting. I asked Casey if this was an ET or if she had seen one in the sky and she writes back 
thank you for replying. <laughs> yeah, I do reply to everybody who sends emails. I'm just saying. Anyway, she goes on. I'm not sure if this was ETs or not, but back in 2011, I was living in New Mexico, and I was at the sand dunes at night, and I saw a bright light in the sky that looked to be falling, but then it stopped for a few seconds, and then immediately went back up and disappeared. I thought it was a falling star, but it was big, and the fact that it stopped and went back up to this day, I have always wondered if it was extraterrestrial. <laughs> My commentary is, you think? Um, actually, that sounds quite a bit like an ET. A falling down, a falling star, but then shooting back up. Stopping and going back up definitely sounds like extraterrestrial. Now, I'm not going to say these were ETs per se, but... It does not sound like anything natural we would see or observe in the sky. So um, I did ask for permission to use Casey's story. And Casey said she recently found me and this very podcast through the Dolores Cannon website and have been enjoying it, enjoying it, which is wonderful. You know, as I said, again, this little podcast is going away. It's going to be put to bed in just two weeks after episode 40. And I realize that people are still finding it, still finding out about it. Um, but honestly, it has proven to be much more difficult than I thought to gather stories for it. So um, let this be a lesson to you. If you are like Casey and you have something that I'm not quite sure if this is a story or not, uh, go ahead and send it in. Uh, like I said, I read everything. I reply to everything. And if it seems long enough, um, something that would be meaty enough, then, I, yeah, I do either invite the writers to record the stories. But more often than not, um, listeners want me to read their stories, and so I do that. So that is Casey's story. You know, earlier in this episode, I talked about all of the, you know, the different sightings that people will have during their lives. And so if someone has been visited once by an extraterrestrial, they've probably had multiple sightings. And, you know, in the work that I do as a QHHT um, hypnosis practitioner, you know, the Dolores Cannon method, um, in that work, I've had a lot of people who have come in because they want to get to the bottom of some of the sightings that they've seen. But, you know, just in my work as a medium and as a Reiki master, uh, angel communicator, um, you know, I hear a lot of different stories. So Casey's from earlier in the episode is not that uncommon to see these things. And like I said, people will often have multiple sightings in their lives. If they have one, they usually have more than one. Now, personally, I have not had any sightings. I mean, there have been some, you know, intelligent lights that have shown up that didn't, didn't appear to be satellites or planes or stars, um, but nothing really concrete. Now, I will say that one time I was little, maybe six or seven, 
and I woke up with my pajamas on backward and inside out and facing the wrong wrong way in my bed. So my head was at the bottom and my feet were at the, at the top. Um, I still to this day don't know what happened. Maybe an ET visitation, but I haven't had any sense. So kind of strange. But then my dad has had a few. Now, one time he was driving back with a bunch of other guys from Las Vegas, and they were in the middle of the desert, the deserted highway, middle of the night, and he says that they saw what looked kind of like a shining cluster of grapes, these little orbs, which is also why I thought Casey's story sounded like an E.T. story, that my dad described this this cluster of orbs that showed up in their windshield. They were like going 70, 80 miles an hour down the highway, nobody else around, and kept pace with them just at their, the hood of the car and had kind of danced around a little bit. And he said it scared the living daylights out of everybody in the car. And they were they were all screaming and yelling and they thought they had gone past them. And <laughs> this is really kind of funny. My dad can tell it a lot better than I can. He talks about one of their friends had this bald head and then he heard everybody screaming and yelling, got up to tie his shoes and bent down. And in the moonlight, his head looked like one of the orbs had gotten in the car with them. And so they were like immediately freaking out. Um, my dad has had other sightings as well that I can't quite recall at this time. Um, my half-brother has had several sightings, too, um, from very close, close-range type of sightings. And um, I don't have the full story on that. My brother has seen something. Uh, my brother-in-law, my former brother-in-law, as well had seen a pretty close encounter. So these sightings tend to cluster in families. Like I said, I, I haven't seen anything completely conclusive and I think I might be scared to. However, I still try. There is a CE5 group in the Kansas City area, in fact in Buckner, Missouri. And so we'll go out to Buckner, Missouri, way out in the country. A friend has a large acreage and we have regular gatherings out there the CE5 and perhaps in the town where you're listening and I know we have listeners all over the world we've heard from Australia and Ireland and many places in the US so perhaps in your area you have a CE5 group and what is CE5 anyway close encounters of the fifth kind and the CE5 protocol is a protocol to call in extraterrestrial brethren um, to have sightings, to commune with them, and to hopefully maybe even receive some messages from them or have some sort of visitation experience. So if you are more interested in doing protocols like this, if you would like to learn more about it, you can go to ce5protocol.com and ce5.network. And um, these two websites 
have information on how to go through these protocols. There are apps available, and the apps have tones that you can listen to, meditations, kind of walk you through the protocols, tell you even more information about how to contact and connect with our extraterrestrial brethren. Sorry. Now, I know, too, through the hypnosis work that I do, I have been privileged to, quote, go along, unquote, on trips, onto ships. So sometimes people will have what they feel was an extraterrestrial experience, and they want to get to the bottom of it. And so we will go to that time, and they will describe there is a light outside my window, you know, being asleep in, in their bed. Just They'll describe seeing a light outside their room. Uh, they will des- describe beings coming into their room. They will describe having a light come in and pull them out of the wall or out of the window to go up on a ship. And so once they get there, I have them describe it. The descriptions of the ships and the vessels are very similar across the board. Either everything is white and there appear to be no um, decorations or ornamentations. If there's a door, you just kind of press the wall and it opens up. Or if there's a panel or something like that. So it's usually either all white or all stainless and very similar rounded corners, very quiet, um, lots of light, different instruments. So I've seen all kinds, all kinds of descriptions of different instruments doing different things to people's bodies, either healing them or looking inside the bodies and all types of different uh, extraterrestrials. I've even done a series of sessions, uh, QHHT sessions, geared toward cataloging the different types of extraterrestrials. And so through that, I've seen, my goodness, the dog-type beings, the feline-type beings, the mantid-type beings, reptilians, all types of greys, blues, Nordics, many, many different types. You know, one in one session, it was very, very, very funny. There was a, a super helpful being um, named Iron, and Iron was the subject, one of the subject's guides, and Iron assisted the subject in looking at various screens of various different habitations around the galaxy, mostly on Earth, though, uh, jungles and deserts and seaside and many different types of human habitations just to observe and see what was going on, to monitor, if you will. And so Iron, I got to speak with, it was a female, I got to speak with Iron and got permission to ask her questions. She was very, very, very helpful. And it was very funny because I asked about Pleiadians and what they, how they looked. And Iron says, Pleiadians don't even get me started on those guys. She did not have a very high estimation of Pleiadians. She thought they were posers and um, not all of that, not all that serious, but I don't know about that. So it may have been a personal type of grudge or vendetta against this race. 
Um, she was more of a Nordic type herself. But it's interesting when you think about extraterrestrials, we tend to think of the greys, the short greys. We tend to think of the ones that have the almond-shaped eyes and the diamond-shaped face and gray skin, no hair. But there's actually many, many, many different types of extraterrestrials. If you are interested, I can highly recommend reading The um, Custodians by Dolores Cannon. You know what? I'll put a link in the show notes to that book, The Custodians. That is an excellent book because Dolores Cannon, as you may or may not know, was a quantum healing hypnosis technique Um, practitioner, but also the founder. She's the one who developed this powerful technique that I practice and thousands of other people around the world practice. And she had developed this method to connect with past lives and to connect with the subconscious. And she'd been doing that for quite some time. And someone had asked her, do you think you could help someone recover memories of a potential alien abduction experience and she said well let's try it you never know until you try it and come to find out this technique was really helpful in finding out more information about what happened with these people and the book the custodians came out of that as well as legends of star crash and other books about people's alien encounters with these beings So I can highly recommend that. Start with the Custodians, and then you might move on to the Convoluted Universe series, which is also excellent by Dolores Cannon. So if you feel like you've had a strange encounter like this, if you feel like you've seen something and not quite sure what it is, I want to hear from you. Please email me at angelencounterspodcast at gmail.com. You can also find the Angel Encounters, Real Life Angel Encounters Facebook group and post something there. And uh, I do hope to hear from you very soon in the next couple of weeks because, uh, like I said, this episode, this, uh, this series is coming to an end in just a couple of episodes. But if you've been listening thus far, I appreciate your, um, your interest. I appreciate everything that you're doing to make sure that this podcast gets heard by others. And that would be by following or subscribing wherever you're listening right now, giving this, this podcast a thumbs up, a five-star review, a written review if you're feeling particularly jaunty. I would greatly appreciate it. Share with your friends. Tell others about it. All of that helps bring in listeners. And while this podcast will be put to bed, more or less, the previously released episodes will still be out there. So you can still find it. And I would invite you to please start listening to the Radiate Wellness Podcast. That is my flagship podcast. And on the Radiate Wellness Podcast... I have, oh my gosh, all kinds of people from all walks of life, from all over the, all over the globe. Doctors, authors, practitioners, weirdos, clowns. Yeah, I, had, I interviewed a clown and a dancer. I mean, just all types of people who radiate something really cool that you definitely want to have in your life. People tell me they enjoy the podcast. We've got a bunch of subscribers and nothing but five-star reviews. So I would invite you to hop over to that podcast 
and I do plan to bring more of this kind of angelic woo-woo stuff to that podcast as well. All right. Well, thank you for listening to yet another episode. Catch you next time. A special thank you to James Wheeler for the original music and Cassandra Harold for the voiceovers. Please subscribe and follow wherever you're listening now. And be sure to tell your friends. The more people know about this podcast, the more great story submissions we get. Submit your own real-life angel encounters to angelencounterspodcast at gmail.com. Want to know what your angels and loved ones have to tell you? Schedule an appointment with Christy at radiatewellnesscommunity.com. What is it you really want in life? No matter what you've been through, you can still achieve it. I'm Sandra Ann Taylor, and in my Energy Activation podcast, we'll explore the science of manifestation, and I'll give you specific techniques to shift your energy in order to make your dreams a reality. I also do live energy readings, and you can be a part of the show by emailing your questions to me at sandrataylor.net. Join me on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.